Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and we have a guest in the studio today. And let's just say only one of us can say that we have uh, run track and field at a D1 college and fought through a debilitating diagnosis and was also once a bikini athlete pro. And that is not me. That would be Marielle Landrum. Hi, and welcome. Thank you. Did I say your first name right? <laughs> Marielle. Dang it, Marielle. See, I'm your coach Landrum. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's me. <laughs> so I never say Marielle. So Marielle Landrum. I'm excited to have you here. I've Thanks known you, for having me. Yeah, I've known you probably a few years now. You coached my daughter. Uh, so a few years, yeah. So now I want to know more about your story. Just to kind of uh, let me know a little bit about your, your sports flavor. So what, what athlete would you say is your favorite or most inspirational to watch? Uh, so, of course, track and field is my sport. So I'm going to have to go with Jackie Joyner-Kersey. Um, she is from East St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. So um, just being kind of a hometown hero, um, she was a, a hip athlete, And so she competed in a lot of different events. And so to me, she was just a woman of, you know, many facets of track and field, not just sprints, but she could do multiple things. So growing up, she was definitely someone um, that I definitely admired and had an opportunity to actually meet. So, Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah, she's one of those names that just, it's like synonymous with track and field. And like, I don't know, I think I was really young when she was probably out there competing, but I don't know, I feel like I can just see that that form. Like she's a unique body too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you mentioned track. So it's a big part of your life. So tell me about what that looked like growing up. Like when did you start getting into track and and what was your college experience like? So it's actually funny. I just um, <laughs> had a conversation with my dad, and he was like, we didn't even know you could run. So it started with Girl Scouts, and they had, you know, the badges that you had to earn. Uh-huh. So um, it was called a Strider's Badge. And so during that time, like, you had different running events, like long jump and just some different, well, standing broad jump was what I think they called it. I um, mean, so my dad put me out there and of course I'm like running and he's like whoa she's like really really fast and so that kind of kick-started it because he was like she has some talent like she's good and um, one of our church members was out there watching and supporting me and they were like hey let's get her out in summer track yeah. and so that's kind of when my track career started so I was six years old at the time wow. when I started to run track and it was just kind of a finding that I had a hidden talent and yeah. Once my dad put me out there on the track, I really um, fell in love with it. You know, it kind of fit my personality um, of just being by myself and being out there, you know, just just running. Yeah. All right. So you started young. Then um, I'm guessing you ran all through high school because I know you went to a D1 school to run track. Yeah. So pretty much after that, um, I ran summer track every year, AAU. Um, summer track and then in middle school we had like a little bit little track team and then obviously in high school um, I ran track for my high school and then um, went on to go to Tennessee State University actually where my dad graduated from so it was oh. his alma mater and um, I just kind of wanted a different experience it was the HBCU my um, coach she was an Olympian Shonda Cheeseboro wow. so just to go to a school with such a rich history Gosh. of being a Tiger Bell they have the most Olympians um, in the USA so it was pretty awesome to yeah. be able to be under her and just take my track and field career to the next level. Yeah, so, that's some serious coaching. Yes. Yeah, so. Was that your focus in high school or did you do other sports? So really that was my main focus. Yeah. It was it was track. Um, I kind of knew that that was my gift and it came 
to me. So it was something that I always stuck with. Yeah. Um, I did like dance and kind of cheer, played around with that just to have something else, mm-hmm. you know, under my belt. But that was the only sport I really was interested in. I tried other things, um, but track just seemed to fit me. Um, soccer probably would have been the only other sport I would have tried, but it was during the same season right. as track. So I never, yeah, I never really had an opportunity to to really do that. So yeah, it was just track and field my whole life. <laughs> so I'm guessing uh, coaching wise. You had, it sounds like you had some really like high level coaching and you were at a school where, like you said, they're known for putting out Olympians and really high level athletes. So is that having a coach like, uh, who'd you say? Her Her name is uh, Shonda Cheeseboro. Okay. Having a coach like her, is that what what made you want to coach athletes yourself or how did you know you wanted to be a coach? Well, really what made me want to be a coach was just going through my life experiences because part of my story that I'm sure I'll share Um, With the audience of just being diagnosed with Crohn's disease made me realize that during some of my most difficult times in life, you know, being an athlete helped me to become the woman that I was. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to give back to the next generation because I realized that when we're running or when you're playing your sport, it's not always about competing, but it's about the characteristics that you are um, instilling in these young people. And so those character traits, I was able to take and carry them into my life of, you know, being committed, staying disciplined, doing things when you don't want to do it, you know, really working hard and going the extra mile. So all of those things helped me in in my life. So, So much more than running. Exactly. Like people think it's about the sport, but it's really not. Like I think it's people bigger think than that, that from the outside looking in. You know, it's easy if you're sitting on the couch watching a sport on TV. It's real easy to think it's just about this sport. But once you've been through it, I've never been through it at a high level like you have. I get to talk to people who have, but right. But I think once you've been through it, you realize you gain way more than just a skill of running or jumping or what, you know, your skills, you gain all of those life experiences. And like you said, I think discipline is probably a huge one in your sport, right? Yeah, definitely. Because it's just you versus you, you know, a lot of other sports, you have a team, you have other people that you can depend on. But for track, it was you and you had to take supreme ownership. If I went out there and lost, I lost flat out. And you can't make any excuses like times don't lie. So you can't be like the ref cheated, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things that people usually say, Yeah, you know, um, sports. Yeah, exactly. Like if you run, you run. I mean, your times are your times. They have electronics. So and and you're going to make yourself better, exactly. not you know a great teammate, quarterback, or a great something else. Like you are the only thing that can really push yourself farther. Exactly, yeah. So that's what really pushed me to, you know, being a coach, just because of what it did for me. And so it yeah. was like, why not give back to the the next generation? So you mentioned your Crohn's disease. When did that come into play, and how did you know what was going on? So honestly, it took a little while for me to figure it out. So um, kind of a timeline. So I graduated from college and shortly after that, you know, obviously I kind of went cold turkey from running track just because, I mean, I have been doing this since yeah. I was six years old. So it's like I need a break or whatever. Um, and so literally I had graduated with my master's degree, just finished planning a wedding, finished getting married. Okay. Um, and then three months later, like I just started experience severe abdomen pain. And that was probably the thing that really pushed me over the edge to start like going to the doctor to figure out what was going on you know also was very fatigued would wake up just like extremely tired and I'm like I'm too young for this like I just woke up why am I tired but Um, you had those life changes too so part of you probably questioned your you know questioned yourself yeah just trying to figure out like if you know hey I started a job just a lot you know all at once or whatever so um, then at nighttime I would just break out in night sweats and then it just got to the point where I just had a loss of appetite and then once I just got to the point where it was like 
I was balled up in a fetal position every single night. I was like, okay, something has to give. I can take a lot of pain, but this pain was just starting to be unbearable and I couldn't do anything else. So finally, um, I went to the doctor and obviously they had to run a lot of different tests to figure out like what's going on or whatever. And to make a long story short, they came back and said I had an autoimmune disease called Crohn's. Had you heard of Crohn's before? So no. So the first thing I said was like, what is this? Um, but the good thing was the doctor that um, ended up diagnosing me with it. She was like, I have a sister and she was able to live, you know, a normal life. So you'll make it through. So that was kind of promising for me. But at the same time, it was scary because you think about it. I mean, you go from being healthy. Top notch. Yeah, exactly. And are thinking that you're healthy and all of a sudden, like getting hit with something this traumatic. It was very huge for me. So is this something that changed in your body because you stopped running or something changed or had you always had it? So I think I always had it because when I look back on some of the symptoms, like (laughs) I had really bad gas. (laughs) I know this may may not be great, but it was silent. It was silent, but deadly. And my family would have to let down the window and we would laugh about it. And I would have times, you know, when I would be running, I would need to run to the restroom. But you know, obviously you just kind of say, oh, okay, this is just kind of normal. But remember, like I said, I had went through so much stress in my life of trying to get married. I got a master's degree in a year, didn't work out anymore. So, you know, we don't really truly understand how important exercise is and how it correlates to relieving that stress until it was over. I just kind of ran because it was what I did, but I didn't realize the benefits of it Mm -hmm. at the time. And so I probably had it since I was younger, but because I was an athlete and just kind of pressed forward, it just kind of kept it under wraps. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just, it exposed it just yeah, itself. yeah, it just, all those triggers together wow. just made those symptoms come out. So I don't know much about it. Um, honestly, you're the only person I personally know who has it. And I've heard that you do things in the community to help raise awareness and raise funds and things for it. So how do you live with it? Like what adjustments do you make in your life to make it, you know, bearable for you? Um, Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of give you a little bit of background about what Crohn's disease is. So if you think of autoimmune disease, some people are familiar with like lupus, Mm -hmm. sickle cell, they have ultra colitis. And so it's something that you can't necessarily see from the outside. It's more of our body attacking itself. So we have inflammation in our body. Um, Some people's inflammation can be in different parts or whatever. With Crohn's, it just happens. It can be anywhere from your esophagus to your anus. So it just depends on what part of your body is inflamed. Hmm. Um, And so therefore, the body reacts to itself and it's trying to fight off or whatever. So that's kind of what Crohn's disease is. And pretty much for me, I had ended up getting down to 79 pounds, extremely malnourished and almost dying. Yeah. You're already a small girl. Yeah. I was already small, but I got like really, really little. I'm guessing weak. You're small, but strong, right? And you have muscle tone and everything. So when you were sick, you were probably like thin and weak. Yeah, very, definitely, for sure. But for some reason, I was still fighting. I was still going. Yeah. Um, but after I um, end up having a foot and a half of my small intestine removed, that's kind of when the journey began. Because during that process, I learned that I had to advocate for myself. I really started educating myself about Crohn's disease and just how the body works. Um, I had majored in exercise science, so I was very familiar with, you know, just your body parts yeah. and how everything functions. And so it was like now putting this into use into my own body and my own lifestyle. So for me... It was figuring out how to thrive in life because for 
probably about two, three year period, I was just kind of existing, trying to fight this disease and just figure it all out, going through, you know, the mental and emotional part of it that really takes you down. Not talking about just the physical, but mentally, you know, um, and you're never going to get back to. Yeah, never get back to normal. Um, And so. Um, but my goal was to be to be normal again. And I was going to I was determined to do it. And I started by looking at the foods that I was starting to eat, you know, and what I could do to reduce the inflammation without taking medication long term, because we all know the medication is going to have long term side effects. Yeah. But I didn't want to be on it long term. No, nobody wants to be. I don't want to be medicated long term. And I know um, some of the adjustments did you make? Did you find that you know, eating certain foods, red meats and different kinds of foods like that and contributed to more inflammation. Yeah, definitely. And just how I felt. So I just kept a food journal. Some of the first things that I took out were like the beef, the pork, fried foods, you know, obviously eating out just because it's so greasy, um, spicy foods. Tomatoes bother you? Um, tomatoes were fine, okay. but I didn't really like them, so I don't eat them as much. You know, so. you and Tom Brady both. I was just <laughs> listening to his food, some food journal, him talking about it, and he doesn't eat tomatoes, but that's what he says. He's like, I don't really like them. Yeah. But I think when you don't like something, your body is naturally telling you it doesn't want it. Right. And so you have to listen to your body. And so that's what I did. I just kind of kept a food journal, and I started to watch and look at my stool, too, you know, because it tells a lot um, <laughs> what you put in your body and how you feel. Um, and then slowly, you know, I progressed to being like a pescatarian, uh-huh. fishing, and I finally just kind of went vegan. So it was just kind of a platform of, you know, figuring out a holistic approach and not just the diet, but the stress, reducing stress. You have to find a way to obviously um, handle it because we know life is going to throw many challenges, but stress triggers a lot of these autoimmune diseases as well. And then obviously the exercise will help not only reduce the stress, but you just feel great. You re- release those endorphins. And we know that good he- yeah. health correlates to your mental health. Right? It makes those you are, just feel better all the way around. Yep, yep. Do you meditate and do things like that? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Meditate in the morning, affirmations, all of those yeah. things. So oh, that yeah. was kind of why I became an advocate because, like you said, during the process, like my body starts to change and evolve. And look even better than I did when I was in college. And then that's how I end up getting uh, started competing into into the bikini athletic kind of bodybuilding. Okay, so that was um, after you, you know, reinvented the way you eat. Yeah, that was that was after. So that was almost what, 10 years later. It's a comeback. Yeah, it was a comeback. But, you know, my focus for myself, like I said, was just to get better every single day. And I think back to when I could barely even do a sit-up because, mind you, my abs had got cut on. So you talk about them cutting (laughs) that long incision from about my belly button down. It's probably about three inches long. So, you know, once they closed that incision back up, it it had to heal. So it took time. And so for me, you know, you want to go back to being the athlete that you once were. But, you know, I just took it one day at a time. And just kept focusing on what the end goal was, which was to just thrive and be healthy again. Yeah. And I I, I think that's (laughs) what makes you, you I know you're also a a lifestyle coach and wellness coach. And I think that's what makes you good at that. You know, you know how to take it slow. So you can take it slow with other people. You're not one of those people that's going to just throw somebody into something they're not ready for on day one. It's like, do what you can every day and come back tomorrow mm-hmm. and do some more, right? Yep. So you've pushed me through some workouts and meal plans and things like that. So talk to me a little about, you know, helping um, other people. And I know you like to help people find their superpower, right? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, when, once you go through and you find your purpose in life, your goal is to help other people find their purpose. And for me, I realized that it was all about the mind, body, and soul. Once your mindset and your body is together, you're confident about who you are, 
then you can truly walk in your in your purpose. And so um, that's what I inspire every single day is to just help people become the best version of themselves so that they can do whatever it is that they have been called to do, you know, from whether it's my athletes that I'm coaching, my clients that I coach, you know, for as far as creating a lifestyle, because that's mm-hmm. what we want it to be. We want it to be something that isn't just temporary, but making it a lifestyle because then you'll really see the results that you want. The more exactly. you kind of teeter-totter, um, yeah. you know, it just it doesn't feel great because you're like, I know I can do this, and I start and stop, and it's just, it can emotionally drain you, and yeah. you can just get frustrated. Well, you and, want it to be a constant way of life, not, you know, like you said, the draining thing where you stop and start to be healthy. It's easier to just always be healthy mm-hmm. and not be on a specific diet that restrains you know, or um, restricts certain types of things. Like, just... Always just find the way that your body needs to eat and mm-hmm. just eat like that all the time. Yeah, just finding that balance and in, and in moderation. You yeah. know, people say like, well, do you ever eat a piece of cake? Yeah, I do, you know, but it's just in moderation, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, no, I don't eat birthday cakes every single day, but when I do, one little piece is not going to, you know, hurt me as bad as it would if I ate it every single right. day. So, yeah, just finding that balance. And we'll link to, in the show notes on the post webpage, we'll link to how people can find you, like online. I know you're on Instagram and a couple places. But also, it probably helps being married to somebody like your husband, right? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. I'm thinking about a year ago, Jamar was here on this podcast. And so, talk about affirmations and, and his um, mindset. And so, I think you guys get the Fit Couple Award for sure. <laughs> so, do you guys naturally motivate each other? So actually, Jamar, um, well, I, we both motivate each other, but it's on a different level, right? I mean, our personalities are totally different, but yet we still have that like competitiveness and like drive to be mm-hmm. better, which I think is why it connected us, right? I love to see him, you know, on the football field do his thing. And then, you know, me running, it was just like, you know, we all had our our different sports, but coming together, we had the same, you know, mindset mm-hmm. and um you know, I'm grateful for him because we had just got married three months after I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So, you know, the characteristics that I saw in this man definitely stood the test of times because you talk about for sickness or health. He didn't know that he was going to marry somebody that was 23 years old, track athlete, and then get diagnosed Sick. with um, a life changing yeah. uh, disease. He, and talked, so, he talked about that yeah, when so, he was in here with me. He yeah. talked about you, and I thought that was really sweet. How, like you said, I mean, you don't plan for when you're when you're young and fit and excelling at you know high level sports. You don't assume your spouse is going to get sick a few mm-hmm. months after you get married, and things kind of come to a screeching halt for a minute. So. Yep. It takes a lot to get through that as a couple. Yep, it yeah. does. Yeah, and so of course we went through our challenges. That's why I said like when you when you talk about life, like we went through probably the six quadrants of life and <laughs> quick, <laughs> and really quick. So mentally, emotionally, spiritually, got tested financially, um, relationally, and physically. Like all of those components were like tested off the back. But also Oof. that's what made our marriage stronger. We knew that we were like built for this and made for this because we're like, look, if we can endure this. And we can endure anything else that life is going to throw at us because of right. the age we were. And we just kept fighting or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I think that athlete mindset helps you guys, helped you back then too, but it helps you now and it probably helps you with, you know, the kids that you guys raise and that you're going to keep raising. I know you have uh, more children on the way, right? Yes, so, so excited. Have, you have I'm a, having my first little girl, so I'm girl, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and then you also have something else happening soon, right? I think you're writing a... Yeah, so I am um, finishing up my book, book. and just kind of putting the final touches on um, the book that I will be putting out just about my story of Crohn's disease and how I was able to overcome it and thrive in life and just help others to be able to heal after going through something traumatic because this happened over 12 years ago, but it took time for me to heal. So I want to share that story and journey and let people know that we can't put a a time on when you will heal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, you just got to keep, keep going. And so I want to inspire other people that regardless of what they look like or the storm that they're going through that they too can overcome and thrive again in life and so I'm really really excited to not just help people who are dealing with some similar things such as Crohn's disease and ultracolitis but people that have been through been through something traumatic in their life but they really know that they've been called for a greater purpose and they want to find that purpose Mm -hmm. and that use that inner strength that got them through that traumatic time to, to walk boldly in their purpose. So I'm really excited about it. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be launched um, in January. We'll do the pre-launch probably about mid-January. So I'm really excited about that and the lives that will be changed because of that book. Yeah, I mean, I've recently heard you talk about, you know, um, at an event, a little kid coming up to you and finding out through somebody else that you had Crohn's and she has and like how it changed her knowing that there's somebody that she could look up to that got through it and that could even talk to her and say, you know, you're going to be okay. This is how you have to look at it yep. and, and wrap your mind around it and be positive and take it day by day and get through it. So that's awesome. The book's going to be exciting to help other people get yep. through it like you did. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. They don't have to go through it alone because a lot of times people don't talk about what they're going through, but it's like, you know, hey, yeah. you have to talk about it because you don't know who else right. is going through the, the same thing, thing like that you you're said, going through. And you said you can't see it, right? Yep. This isn't something that's obvious when you're even when you're hanging out with people unless they're going to talk to you about it you might not realize that somebody is really struggling with something painful Mm -hmm. really physically painful but just that is disrupting their life if it's not something that you see and one of these mainstream things that everybody talks about all the time like you know if you're if you have if you're going through chemo or something you can usually see that or Mm -hmm. you hear about that but then there's people that are going through something that's quieter in their life so that's great that some people will be able to read your story and talk about it yes so excited (laughs) well I appreciate you taking time to come in here. You're a busy coach here in Frisco ISD and middle school track coach. And, you know, you have a family of your own, plus all those kids that you coach and and lift up every day. So I appreciate you taking time to sit down with me and talk. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a joy. Yeah, it was fun. Um, And thank you for listening to this episode of Hustle and Pro. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast and we'll see you next week.